Hey guys, what's up? Uh, sorry I haven't posted in a while. I've been kind of busy lately, and, you know, just trying to relax a little bit. I hope you all are doing the same. I hope you guys are enjoying your summer vacation. Um, congratulations to all the graduates who graduated this year, no matter, you know, high school, college, whatever it may be. Congratulations to you all. You did it, and we're all proud of you. So bravo to all of you. Um, so, um... I'm sorry about last week, you guys. I just got so busy and everything was just coming at me at once. So I couldn't really uh, do anything. I didn't really have time. So if anything, if something like this happens again, I'll probably, if I can't post um, once every week, I'll probably post every other week, which, um, you know, is fine. Uh, it's just trying to, you know, get things done and stuff like that. Just trying to enjoy my summer a little bit. And I want to enjoy it by helping you guys out if you listen to my podcasts. So, last time uh, I did a podcast, an episode, we did um, uh, some fun facts. And one of them was uh, uh, some, like, pros and cons of being able to read sheet music and or do uh, learn music by ear playing. Because we did learn that... Um, the Beatles could not read sheet music. They didn't understand the theory, nothing. It just kind of like came to them and just kind of happened, you know? So um, I have been able to come up with a few uh, pros and cons of being able to do both. Now, me personally, I, I tried, I've been working on to try and play by ear. It's very rusty. But um, with more practice, you know, I am sure it can get it. But if any of you know how to play by ear, I do know quite a few people that do. Um, props to you, because that does take some skill. I mean, it even it does take skill either way to read sheet music or to do ear playing, you know. So um, I just have a few things on here, uh, some... Um, you know, pros and cons of each one, and uh, I think it's, I believe it's, like, your preference on it, whether you want to do one versus the other, or you may have your own opinions on either one, which, you know, everyone is entitled, so, um, uh, when it comes to this, I'm kind of a neutral person when it comes to this, but, um, I just think both are very important, so if you can do either one, good on you kid good on you um but then there are those who could do both so like that's a plus so if you could do both that's a plus if you could do one great if you could do one or the other one great you know but um let's get to it so okay um so we'll start with playing by ear so there are countless musicians out there who feel that the very best way to learn to play an instrument or any instrument or even singing is by listening, you know, to the music and then repeating it back by ear. Um, the attitude, this attitude usually goes like hand in hand with the belief that musical theory isn't particularly important, but, uh, can even hinder music with its limits. So this, um, some may say like, you know, this unfortunately misses the point that Music theory is much more than just a set of rules to write and play music by. 
even though most of the times we probably do break those rules, but it's okay. Um, with that being said, learning to play music by ear is very helpful. Some would even say essential skill, but like I said before, I'm a very neutral person when it comes to this. So um, let's get into some pros and cons of learning to play um, with this method. So some pros that I have is uh, one, uh, well, first and foremost, learning to play by ear can help you uh, create new ideas to improve your technique in the trial by error of start away um, with its more loose improvisation um, uh, style. Learning to play by ear also allows you to find your technique. I mean, everyone has their own technique. You don't necessarily have to use um, someone else's technique. I mean, you can if it helps you, but you don't necessarily have to. You can, by doing this, you could find your own technique. Um, another one I saw uh, that I was actually helped uh, by a few people, and uh, one was uh, most people uh, master individual songs much faster by learning to play by ear. Um, there is no theory to slog through, I guess, but that... I guess it means you'll be able to get it right to it and play your favorite songs out right away. Um, you can even play them if you can't, like, find or afford sheet music. Which I guess is a plus, you know. Because, um, sheet music is expensive. It can be very expensive. And, um... I mean, if you listen to a piece long enough or a song long enough, you you will more than likely get it, you know. Um, you will you will more than likely get um, get it right away, because, well, I'll tell you guys after. But um, yeah, I really think that um, that can be a perk. Um, let's see. Another one was um, playing by ear can help stimulate creativity. So when you start to play music by ear, uh, you also start to think about how the notes go together and may even develop an interest in writing your own music. And then this in turn would probably encourage you to explore, you know, more of your music, pushing your creativity to the limit. Um, but um, on top of all of this, there are a few cons to only um, being able to play by ear. So, first, this is probably, um, arguably the biggest con of learning to play music by ear is that all you're really doing is repeating what you've heard, which, I mean, yeah, I guess, but, um, you don't, you don't really learn why you did what you did, only that the original musician did it, so you should too. Um, many successful musicians see this as nothing more than imitation. I mean, fair, but, um, you know, people could, um, I don't know, honestly, for me, this is just, uh, it, it's hard for me. So just seeing all these things is kind of like, it, it's making me think a lot. Um, I mean, if you think about it, if you learn the sheet music too, and you hear it, you're basically doing the same thing. But, 
uh, we'll go on to the next one. So the next one is, um, I guess somewhat connected, is the issue that learning to play by ear teaches you good technique and um, how to play the music of others, but it doesn't really teach you how to combine techniques and create something new. You're always imitating others with a little development of your own sound. Which, yeah, um, so like I said earlier, um, you know, you see someone else do it, you don't necessarily have to do their technique. Everyone has their own technique when it comes to music making. Um, I think that um, creating your own technique makes it even more unique. And it could be something that no one's ever seen before, which makes it even better, you know. Um, one of the last cons I had was, a <coughs> sorry, was, um, a beginner musician that sets up to learn to play by ear without any formal training might choose wrong notes or learn an incorrect technique. Now, um, they might even realize that they're, I don't want to say like this, um, they're doing in wrong but simply, and they simply continue with their bad habit as through, as a, as though they're on the, uh, on the right track, and then this ends up being nothing more than a waste of time once they learn the correct technique. I know this for a fact, I do, because growing up playing, I had a lot of bad habits or bad techniques that I would do, and when I got to college, I was learning correct techniques, and it does take time, it takes so much time, you guys, to get the right technique down okay it really does um and once you learn it it feels great but it will take time so as someone who has struggled through doing you know a wrong technique or um you know a bad habit or something when it comes to music making it it does take time so that is definitely a con of having to play by ear um, and then especially, you know, with wrong notes, that could very well be a, uh, um, be a con. Um, unless you're wanting it to have, like, that crunchy, intense sound that kind of, like, or if you're into deceptive chords, and like, oh, it's gonna resolve, it's gonna resolve. Nope! We're not going back to one. We're going to a six or a four chord, you know? We're not gonna end on a one or a five. We're not gonna do that. So that's one. Um, so if you guys have anything else to add on that, please, you know, let me know. I would actually like to know because especially if you know how to play by ear, please tell me. I am very much interested. I really want to know. Um, so now we'll move on to reading sheet music. Um, learning by reading sheet music. Uh, so... Learning to read sheet music, or as we all love it, sight reading, yay, is, an, is you know, one of the other ways to learn to play. Um, or sing, whichever you may be. Um, this method is more intensive as the student learns a bit uh, theory along with the song that they're learning. Um, they learn the names of the notes, how to read the notes on the pages, as well as what all of the uh, notations mean regarding uh, tempo, volume, or any other components of music making. So, uh, we have a few pros here. So, probably the biggest advantage of learning to sight read 
is the simple fact that you'll be able to play literally anything you can get your hands on. Once you understand how to read music, you can pretty much um, um, play any piece like, like reading a book, you know. Um, your fingers will know where to go and when, and you can pick up on any song in a matter of minutes. So with that, um, I can agree with the um, the fingers and stuff. You learn to develop uh, your muscle memory when it comes to that. Uh, whenever you're reading a piece of sheet music, um, and it does, it will take time and practice. Like anything takes time and practice when it comes to music, guys. No matter how much we don't want to practice, we still have to, <laughs> you know. Um, so. With that, yeah, I think developing the um, muscle memory is very important when it comes to either one, you know. But um, uh, let's see. Oh, another one, um, an advantage, I guess, to sight reading uh, over learning by ear is all the information contained on the page of music. Um, sheet music doesn't just tell you what note to play. It also tells you when to play them, when not to play when you should get louder or softer. Uh, it even tells you the rhythm. The sheet music can even give you some emotional context, you know, if the composer has been thoughtful enough to include that. Okay. So with that, yes. Um, I mean, you could probably do that if you play by ear as well, but I don't know. I believe I'm, I'm trying to be very neutral, you know, about this, but um, when... I feel like if you're playing by ear and then you try to write it, you don't, you've never learned how to read sheet music. So you're just going to be able to play it by memory. My thing is, is I forget a lot <laughs> when it comes to certain things. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, I can't remember. So I guess that would be like, oh, you on a piece of sheet music. Oh, remember, I, oh, you could circle it or whatever. Like, oh, I need to play soft here. Oh, I need to crescendo here. Oh, this needs to be fortissimo right here, you know. And then it, with the emotional context, yes, you can, music can be very emotional, you know, sad, happy, intense, anger, all of it. Um, another pro that I had was uh, learning to read sheet music can help you become amazing at improvisation. Um, it sounds, it does this, okay, so this does sound backwards. But if you can read and understand complex music, you will have an innate understanding of the basics of music theory, like without even realizing it. With all of your knowledge of chord progressions and song structure, you would have a solid foundation for improvisation. And for this, you guys, I have been working so hard on my improvisation. I am trying so hard on it. And I know there's a lot of people out there that are great at it. And... I kind of agree with this, you know. The more you understand this, you can be amazing at improv. Like, um, I know there's some times where if I play, um, sometimes I just, I don't want to play the music that I have. I just kind of want to, I just kind of want to play, you know. And you improv little things. Um, I don't really write it down. It just, I just play what comes to me, you know. And it's nice sometimes. It's, it's very peaceful once you think about it. Or if you're more into, uh, um, like, intense, then go for it. You do you, boo-boo.
Okay, so now we're going to move on to some cons of um, being, uh, learning to play by reading sheet music. Um, so, again, I'm not trying to be biased or anything. I'm trying to be very neutral. I really wasn't really able to come up with a lot of disadvantages to learning sheet music. Um, however, uh, the process of learning to read music can be fairly slow and definitely takes much longer than learning by ear to reach the point where you're playing recognizable songs, which is very true. It does take long, especially like when you're first, you know, you're first starting, it's going to take a hot minute. You know, it's going to, it's going to take a while, but in the end, it'll definitely be worth it because then at the end, you'll be able to, um, play pretty much whatever music you get in your hands. Um, another one that I had was that um, when it comes to uh, you know preparing for a performance, it does take a lot of preparation and practice to get ready for a performance where you have been learning new pieces. Uh, she did note, I did emphasize practice. Again, I know we don't want to, but we have to. Um, this, it's the small but important differences. Um, for example, like between a, um, a crescendo and a retardando. Um, that can take a long time. And it can take a lot of coaching to get down, Pat, you know. But in, like I said before, in the end, it'll all be worth it. Um, I think with these, the cons out of both ear playing and reading sheet music kind of like come hand in hand like it's gonna take some time to be able to learn these things you know I yes in the end out of both of these it will be worth it but for me I think if you could do both I mean good on you like I can only I know I can't play by ear I really can't um but you know it does take time and um, there is um, a lot of hard work and training and luck that goes into becoming you know, mus a musical success. Um, one thing I know, I've been watching a lot of videos about this lately, is perfect pitch. I'm not going to lie. I am straight up jealous of people with perfect pitch. Like, I am not going to lie, you guys. I am straight up jealous. I was watching this video the other day, and this kid was good. I'm telling you, man, he he is good. He is good. I was like, oh my god, like this kid is amazing. I know a few people that have perfect pitch, and I am so jealous. I really am. And I was doing a little research on it. Um. I found out that there are actually a couple celebrities, like musical celebrities, that um, have perfect pitch, you know, that have actually played a part in their career. So, um, I wrote a few down. So, one is, uh, apparently Mariah Carey has perfect pitch. Um, I guess one of her names, she is like known as like the Songbird Supreme or whatever. Um, 
we all know, um, five octaves, like, Jesus. But having perfect pitch, especially with her voice, oh my gosh, that that's incredible. It really is. Um, another one, he's a, a, a famous um, singer and actor, um, is Bean Crosby. Um, he is very well known for his absolute pitch. When I was doing research on him, on this, uh, it was saying that even, like, they even snore in tune with train whistles. Which is a little weird to me, but, like, that's kind of insane at the same time, you know? Like, that's crazy, like, you're so in, like, perfect pitch, like, you're so in tune with yourself that even your snores are in tune like, what? Excuse me, sir? Like, that's crazy. And then one of our favorite um, composers, Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart. You know, of course, you know, we all know he's a, a great composer. Um, being able to recreate and identify notes on any instrument at any time. Even as a child, he was able to do this. Which is crazy, which, I mean, look at where he is now. <laughs> great, um, great composer. He, man knew what he was doing. His music still to this day, years and years later, is still being played. Like, no wonder this man did what he did, you know? Um, another one, one of my favorite people ever, is Jimi Hendrix. If none of you know who Jimi Hendrix is, you need to do some research. Like, seriously. He was one of the most influential guitarists in history. And he was absolutely amazing at what he did. Um, so when I did some, a little bit of back research on Jimi, um, when he was younger, he couldn't really afford a tuner. Instead, he tuned by ear using his perfect pitch. Which is insane, because you would think, you know, as a child, you wouldn't really know, unless you were, like, super, like, yes, I know perfect pitches, I know what, um, augmented fifths are, you know, I know chord progressions, like, at that age, if you know, then you know, you know, but that's pretty cool, though, just being able to hear, like, oh, yeah, that's right, oh, no, that's not right, like, oh, that's the wrong note, you know, just by ear and not even seeing music is, is insane, just being able to do that. Um, and then one last one that I did find was um, Ella Fitzgerald, uh, you know, the first lady of song. Um, in research, it is saying that Ella's uh, pitch was so perfect that and, you know, pure that her band would tune to the sound of her voice, like, for real. God, you guys, no wonder she's such a legend. You know, um, that's insane. So, on this whole um, ear playing versus being able to read sheet music, there are some pros, sorry, pros and cons of each of them, which, you know, is kind of a, a given for anything, you know. There's always pros and cons of anything. So, you know, with that, it's... Um, like I said earlier, if you know how to do either one, good on you. If you know how to do both, great. Like, seriously, good on you, too. 
And if you have perfect pitch, you go, man. Like, for real. I just, I don't know, me, I've always learned, I learned to play music um, with sheet music. And, you know, obviously learning the theory behind it and all the different notes and, like, how to play them, how to play the rhythms, learning all the different um, dynamics and stuff. And it's really helped me. I can say this a million times, but I wish I did a perfect pitch. It's absolutely amazing how people... So I've sat in class in college with people who are like, oh, that's a D minor chord. Oh, that's C sharp. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, are you... Wait, what? <laughs> you know, which is great. Like, if you're a perfect pitch, I mean, good on you. But if you do either one, good on you. But I don't know, for me, I feel like if you could do both, that's amazing. If you can play by ear and read sheet music, that's like a plus for you. And then if you're one of those people that, you know, can do all three, you can play by ear, you can read sheet music, and if you have perfect pitch, wowza, dude, you are going places, okay, you are going places. So, honestly, I, oh gosh, it just, this is so insane how I couldn't really, like, get over the fact that the Beatles never really knew how to read sheet music, like, at all. Like, how does that just come to you and you just know what pitches um, to sing? You know when to come in. You know, you know how long to hold a note. Is it a quarter note? Is it eighth note? Is it a half note? Is it a dotted half? Is it a whole note? Like, what is it, man? Or, like, you knew, like, oh, we're just going to do 16s right here. Oh, we're going to throw in a 32nd note right there. Like, wow, hold on. Stop. Rewind. Back it up. Start again. You know? It's, it's crazy. I mean, obviously, you know, and I love the Beatles. They are a very talented band, um, which is crazy because you would think that, um, you know, most musicians would know how to do, you know, either or. But I was, okay, so I always picture, like, bands, I don't know if they still do this, but, you know, like, back in the day where they would be in the recording booth with, like, some old sheet music that has, like, you know, scratches and, you know, everything's, some, a bunch of things are crossed out and then they have things added in and, like, little notes and stuff. I mean, that's just me, but I feel like that's how it would be. But these guys pretty much just had perfect pitch, you know? It's insane. Um, like, I think of all these other people that I see reading sheet music a lot. And, or that I've seen read, you know, she music, like, famous people. Like, one example, um, Elton John. Amazing, right? He, you know, read she music, and sometimes he would do without it. And sometimes, you know, if you read she music and not, like, the same piece, you'll learn to memorize it. I mean, marching band, hello. <laughs> you know, uh, for those of you that were lucky enough to do marching band, you know, I never really did marching band. The only time we really did anything was um, to, we would march for, I think once we, like when I was in middle school, we danced 
or dance to Jesus. <laughs> we marched for uh, Adam State's homecoming parade and then for the Veterans Day parade. But, like, other than that, that's about it. Um, but, yeah, so, um, let's see. I think that's all I have for today, guys. Um, so if you have anything, uh, that you would like to add on to this, you know I post this on Facebook, like the link on Facebook. If you want to comment something, go for it. I want to know your guys' opinions. I really do. But, um, thanks for listening in. Um, like I said before, I will try and post, if I can't, every week, then I will go for every other week, just depending on how things go. And, um, yeah, thanks again for listening in, guys. Enjoy your summer, and, uh, we'll see you next time. Bye!